Planning for your financial future is a lot like solving a puzzle. Sometimes it's simple, like a jigsaw puzzle. You have all the pieces and you just need to find out how they all fit together to reveal the solution. But sometimes planning for retirement is more like a crossword puzzle. You don't even know the answers to some of the clues, let alone how they all fit together. Like how much can I expect to get from Social Security? How much income do I need in retirement? Or how much risk is appropriate? That's why certified financial planner Dan Capril is here to host Solving the Financial Puzzle. On today's show, we want you to learn more about finding the right answers to your financial questions and how those answers can fit together to bring you more peace of mind. So get ready. Solving the Financial Puzzle starts now. Thanks so much for joining us this week on Solving the Financial Puzzle. Walter Storholt with you alongside Dan Capril, who is, of course, your local wealth coach right here in Cincinnati and Dayton with offices in Cincinnati, Beaver Creek, and Northern Kentucky. Dan is the president of Matson and Capril, a certified financial planner. Be sure to get your own portfolio MRI. Meet with the team one-on-one by calling 844-QUIZ-DAN or by going to quizdan.com to find out more information about Dan and the team there. Also, you can come in for a, a very new seminar just announced really today here on the air. Dan's going to do it in a few moments. Another great opportunity for you to learn about the financial world. But first of all, Dan, thanks for being here. Hope you're doing well. I'm doing great, Walter. Hope everybody out there is doing well, too. Yes, um, we had such a strong response to our last workshop at the University of Dayton that we're going to be doing another one. This is our Retirement Rescue Boot Camp. Uh, this will be held on May 25th at the University of Dayton. And um, if you'd like more information or would like to register, all you have to do is very simple. Uh, we make it um, easy here in this technology age we're in. You can either uh, you can go to quizdan.com or what I really recommend that you do is um, text the words Dayton 16. That's one word, Dayton 16. Text it to 555-888. And this workshop is not going to be like some of these others you know, that you get in the mail where they're asking you to come to Ruth's Chris Steakhouse and get a free steak dinner. And you know there's a huge catch because there's no way they're feeding you for free. Well, with this one here, there is no cost, but it's we're not going to give you a steak. Uh, we're going to hold it at the University of Dayton. It's specifically for our listeners. And what I'm going to be talking about is something of vital importance, which is how taxes are going to affect your retirement going forward. Um, if you think that tax rates are going down in the future, well, I think you're being a bit overly optimistic. Uh, it's a great chance they're going to go up, and you need to take steps to protect your retirement against them, especially if you're still working. You know, if you're in your 50s, there are really a lot of great strategies that you can do to protect your 401k, your IRAs, your 403bs, your SEP IRAs, whatever it is you have through work, a simple plan. There are strategies that you can do to shelter that money from taxation or at least minimize the taxation from that and going forward, build up more tax-free wealth. So I'm strongly encouraging all of our listeners to attend. As usual, I have very limited seating at these things because I like there to be a lot of interaction. I like there to be a lot of questions to be asked, etc. But uh, there's no catch. I mean, there will be a percentage of you, I'm sure, after it's go after the workshop where you may seek us out for a little individual assistance, and that's great. We'll make ourselves available to you. But there's no like big commission catch at the end or anything like that. So I'm very excited to, to be doing this again because the response is so good. University of Dayton, great location, wonderful facility. 
And again, that's going to be on Wednesday this time, May 25th. It'll be at 6.30 p.m. And again, to get more information, to register, yeah, register, don't just get the information, text the word Dayton16. Again, that's one word, Dayton16, and text it to 555-888. Again, 555-888, Dayton16. You'll, um, um, you'll get a link back from me. You click on the link, page comes up, tells you more about it. Click the registration button, enter your information, you're in. It's very easy to do, and you can also, if you don't want to go through the texting route, maybe you don't have a smartphone, you're not able to click on the link that comes back to you, you can just call Dan and the team to register as well, and that's 844-QUIZ-DAN, 844-784-9326, and we've had a few people do that the last couple of times as well, and so we're glad you're taking advantage of that opportunity. But uh, the last one did fill up to the brim, and uh, there will be a, a limited availability at this seminar as well, so the earlier you sign up, the better, and you'll be able to secure your seat at the seminar. Again, text Dayton16, all together, Dayton16, to 555-888. We'll give you a couple more opportunities to learn about that seminar later on in the show, but let's get to our listener questions to kick things off this week on Solving the Financial Puzzle. You can submit those questions by going to quizdan.com if you want them featured on the air. Lisa in Fairborn has the first question of the week and says, My house is paid off, but as I get older, I'm thinking about selling it and renting somewhere so I don't have to worry about maintenance. Is this a bad idea from a financial standpoint? No, Lisa, I think it's a great idea. In fact, one of the things that I say quite often is there isn't a worse investment for most people than their house. In fact, I don't view it as an investment at all. Now, I'm not against buying homes. It's a lifestyle decision, though. It's not really a net worth accumulation decision, as some people want you to believe. Certainly, realtors want you to believe that, too. You know, they say, why, you know, why rent when you can own equity in your home? Well, most people aren't going to own any equity in their home. They're going to be paying massive amounts of interest, which, true, are tax deductible, but it's still money going out of their pocket. They're going to be paying property tax. They're going to be paying all the maintenance costs, et cetera. So, you know, I don't like to make these blanket statements you know, for what you should do necessarily, Lisa, but certainly the, the value of that home, uh, most likely you, when you sell it, you're going to be able to have all that money tax-free because there's a large exemption when you sell your primary home. Now, there's a couple of rules there, so you got to make sure, you, but if you've been in there for a while, pretty much likely that uh, when you, whatever you sell it for, that that profit, most if not all of it, will be available to you tax-free which obviously you could use to draw income for your retirement. If you're going to rent, that's great. You're, you're going to save money on a lot of areas there. So you want to think it through, but no, I think it's a great idea. I've, um, I've encouraged a lot of our clients to consider doing that because homeownership is expensive. Property taxes are always going up. Again, all that maintenance costs, et cetera. Houses can be a bit of a money pit. So if you can find a place that you like, the great thing, too, about renting is you're usually only locked in for one year. So if you don't like it, you can move. But this is something that I've been giving, my wife and I have been giving some very serious thought to as well. And it allows you to change your lifestyle a little bit, too, on a trial basis. So, um, yeah, no, um, you know, think it through in terms of what the tax implications could be. But chances are there aren't much. And I think it's something that uh, more people ought to consider and not necessarily buy into this myth that somehow home ownership is the key to wealth. If, if anything, it's, it's quite the contrary. 
We often talk about taking the emotions out of decision-making, and this seems like one of those kinds of situations as well, although you do have to consider, as you said, lifestyle uh, choices. It's more so of an opinion thing than an emotional thing, I guess. Yeah, I mean, usually, like in our case, where we're thinking about going to a more urban environment, you know, renting is easy. There's a lot more options that that have, but if... uh, um, you, so you you really do want to think it all the way through, but this whole idea that um, you know you have to own a house, no, try to dispel that one if you can. From Lisa, we go to a question from Bart. Uh, I guess we're on the Simpsons here, maybe. Bart uh, yeah, in sure. Beaver Creek with question: <laughs> Can you explain the rule of one hundred? Is it something that you believe in? All right, so let's first explain the quote-unquote rule. Let's be careful with that because um, you know a rule, I guess, is whoever wants to make the rule. The idea behind this for many years was that people would wonder how much of my portfolio should be in stocks versus fixed income, bonds, annuities, whatever the case might be. So the so-called rule of thumb was that you would subtract your age from 50 and that percentage would be the amount of money that should be in stocks. So obviously if you're 50 years old, it would be a 50-50 mix. If you're 75 years old, the idea is you'd have 25% in stocks and 25% stocks and 75% in some type of fixed income vehicle. It's a lousy rule because it just generalizes things without having any specific mention to your current situation. Certainly, there is logic to be said that as you get closer to retirement, your portfolio should be less volatile simply because at that point in life, you're actually selling shares for income and you want to sell as few shares as possible. So to minimize those negative years, having less uh, volatility in your portfolio mathematically can make a lot of sense. But a lot of that just depends on what your needs are. Look, without question, over, over long periods of time, history has shown that equities are the greatest wealth creation tool known to mankind. But they are inconsistent. So the level of consistency that you need in your portfolio has to be customized. Be very careful when you read about these so-called rules or laws or rules of thumb. They're great for selling magazines, but they're not necessarily customized for you. So it's kind of like I talk about if you want to learn about an illness, go on WebMD. But please don't treat yourself just based on what you learn on WebMD. Go to your doctor. Find out what is best for you. There's so many factors involved in your situation. So like everything, it must be customized. So no, I'm not a fan of the rule of 100 at all for many reasons. But the biggest one is it's not customized. It's just a general rule of thumb. And I've seen people make some serious mistakes by following these rules of thumb. Again, we're chatting with Dan Capril here on Solving the Financial Puzzle. He is your local wealth coach in Dayton and Cincinnati, serving you everywhere in between as well. Call 844-QUIZ-DAN if you have questions about maybe your particular situation. That's 844-784-9326. All right, Dan, we have one more question on the local listener line. This one's from Martin in Oxford, and Martin says... I'm about to get married this summer. It will be a second marriage for both of us. Are there any financial issues I should be thinking about before entering into a second marriage like this? Martin, are you really sure you want to do this? No, I'm just teasing (laughs) with you. Uh, No, congratulations, uh, Martin. Although I did hear a great line the other day. um, Why is getting divorced so expensive? Because it's worth it. Anyway, um, well, let's get back to this. So, Martin, uh, yes, there is a couple of things you do want to be thinking about. First of all, if you and your wife-to-be have children from that first marriage, you really want to give a lot of serious thought 
because the fact that you're going to be combining your assets to a certain extent. So the first thing that often gets entered into is, you know, when I pass on, who gets what and when. And in some cases, the idea is I'm going to leave everything to my spouse and that surviving spouse can decide who gets what and when. I've seen other situations where a percentage goes to the surviving spouse and another percentage goes to the children. So that needs to be worked out. But more importantly, I, I do recommend strongly that you consider a prenuptial agreement that's set in place before you get married. I know some people think that somehow taints the marriage. Trust me, it doesn't. It doesn't taint the marriage any more than when I'm sitting in my lucky seat and watching the Bengals play. You know, for some reason, I think they're going to win because I'm in my lucky seat. I know logically that's not true. So, you know, all a prenuptial marriage is acknowledging the fact that not all marriages go the distance. I mean, I don't know the circumstances of your first marriage, but perhaps that's already been proven that not all marriages go the distance. And so what you're doing is you're avoiding a, um, a very expensive way to end the marriage if it doesn't work out well. But also it's very important that you spell out the issues of who gets what when, especially if there are children from other marriages. So I know idealistically we want to believe that we're all one big happy family. In, in practice, that usually is not the case. Bloodlines get drawn very carefully. And I think the, the couples that are willing to acknowledge this and to work it out are going to avoid a lot of yeah, pain and frustration going forward. So, you know, this is the type of things. There's so many what-if variables, and this is why good planning is so important. I mean, what I've just described might be something of a legal matter, but when we work with clients, we're always showing them things that they need to know about before they actually meet with an attorney. And we educate them on these concepts. We don't do the law for them, and we don't make formal legal rec uh, recommendations. But we do educate them with, uh, on the various issues regarding their estate plan because I want you to have a simple estate plan that does everything that you need it to do. Now, if everything you need it to do can't be done with simplicity, fine. But you need to know these things going in. It's the same thing as it relates to your insurance, it relates to your personal finances, etc. So... You know, Martin, I would really recommend, you know, take advantage of the, of the type of service that we offer through our wealth coaching program where we do a very holistic plan. We look at everything that you're doing and we make recommendations. And in the case of a, a second marriage where there's a tendency sometimes to keep our assets separate, good planning is really, really important. There's so many what-if scenarios that you're not even thinking about because you're in love. And unfortunately, reality will start to set in. So, you know, if you're like Martin, you know, take advantage of this moment right now. You know, pull over the car, give our office a call. Do it right now because you're going to forget about it later. Give us a call. We'll be happy to sit down with you. We'll be happy to show you what the wealth coaching program is all about. It's a very useful strategy. It's designed not to sell you product. It's designed to test what you're doing now, show you the likelihood of your current strategy working. And if you if you have a strategy, if you don't, well, we'll show you how well that's maybe not going to work either, but then help you to customize things, such a very clear-cut plan going on, and then you decide how you want to implement it. We're not going to be showing up with a bunch of product illustrations. You decide how you want to go ahead and implement your strategy. Take advantage of, of this. This is a very unique service, a very unique tool, and um, it's not disguised as a product sales like the way so many other so-called financial advisors out there are disguising themselves.
Again, what you have to do to get in touch with Dan Capril and his team, a couple of different ways to reach out. You can call 844-QUIZ-DAN, 844-784-9326. And you can also text to get information about that next seminar coming up on May 25th at the University of Dayton. Just text the word Dayton16, Dayton16, to 555-888. That's 555-888. Click on the link that will get sent right back to you, and then you'll be able to uh, register for the seminar there, find out more information about it as well. So again, text the word Dayton16, all together, Dayton16 to 555-888, or you can call as well, 844-QUIZ-DAN, 844-784-9326. A lot more coming up on today's edition of Solving the Financial Puzzle, so stay tuned. Puzzles go by a lot of names. There are jigsaw puzzles, crosswords, word searches, Sudoku, anagrams, trivia, riddles, brain teasers, brain bashers, brain twisters, brain knitters, knotters, and bogglers. You get the idea. It's kind of like financial planners and advisors. A lot of people call themselves a financial advisor, but there are often a lot of differences between these people. Some only sell insurance, some are RIAs, some can't sell stocks, some are RFCs, some are IRA experts, some are chartered retirement planning counselors. The list goes on and on. It can be difficult to know who's really a financial planner. Who really is going to make decisions in your best interest rather than just what's suitable for you? That's why it's important that you know Dan Capril is a certified financial planner, or CFP for short. CFPs make a career-long commitment to meet the ever-changing needs of their clients. That's the kind of person you want to work with when planning for retirement. So forget all those other riddlers in the financial world and work with the best. Contact Dan Capril at 844-784-9326. That's 844-784-9326. Call 844-QUIZ-DAN. Time for a little puzzle history. We've all heard of and probably have tried to solve the Rubik's Cube. It's a 3D puzzle invented in 1974. Did you know it was originally called the Magic Cube? Millions of these cubes have been sold across the world over the years and are so popular they've even sparked competitions to see who can solve them the fastest. At last check, the fastest to ever solve the Rubik's Cube was Colin Burns with a time of 5.25 seconds. The rest of us probably have a long way to go. Let's get back to Solving the Financial Puzzle with Dan Capril. Well, joining us now on Solving the Financial Puzzle is Nikki Early, who is a financial advisor and coach with Matson and Capril, serving you in Cincinnati and Dayton, of course. They have offices in Cincinnati, Beaver Creek, and Northern Kentucky. Get in touch by calling 844 844- Quiz Dan, Dan's such a prima donna. We just did the phone number after him. Nikki unfortunately loses out in that deal. 844 <laughs> Quiz Dan, again, the number to call or go to quizdan.com. But you don't mind, Nikki, do you? Not at all. all Not right. at all. Nikki is a team player all the time. <laughs> well, we're going to talk about an important topic this week with Nikki, and it's going to be about retirement for. The folks who have been diligent savers. And this is fun, Nikki, because I had somebody 
talked to me the other day kind of about financial planning, about what you guys do. And all the advisors I talk to about uh, across the country have run into this at some point in time. And it's kind of that question of, well, if people have done a good job saving for their money, why do they need help in that next stage of life? Why would they need help with retirement if they've done a good job saving their whole lives? They can't make that correlation or see the difference in you know, what might go wrong, what mistakes might be made, and that kind of thing. And I think it's important to underscore that even for people who have been diligent savers over the years, entering retirement can still be a challenge because there's a huge change of mindset that comes along with it. So tell us some of the missteps that you have seen even diligent savers make and some of the ideas that you might have about how to avoid them. You know, some of the people that have been saving their whole lives and getting close to retirement are a little scared about what the future holds, and I don't blame them. And they tend to keep a lot of money in cash. Now, we still need our money to grow in retirement in order just to keep up with taxes and inflation. Don't get me wrong, everyone should have an emergency fund with three to six months of living expenses, but if you find yourself with a large majority of your wealth in safe products, like we call them safe, like savings accounts and CDs, really when you factor in inflation and you factor in taxes, what I like to point out to people is they may be going broke safely. And we don't want to do that. We need for our money to grow during retirement. Again, just for the inflation piece, the tax piece, and the fact that we want to pull some out of our investments for income. So yeah, don't keep too much money in cash. And uh, people who have been diligent about saving certainly can fall victim to that because they get used to that liquidity. They've been saving so much, and they've had so much at their disposal over the years. It's uh, it's a common pitfall. Uh, what else would you say is a top concern or a top mistake that folks make, even though they've been diligent savers? Well, on the complete other end of the spectrum, don't take too much risk. Now, Walter, I'm going to share something with you and our audience, and that's my age. Uh oh. <laughs> I'm Drum 44. Roll, yeah, I'm 44 ball. years old. Now, I'm relatively young as far as how aggressive I can be with my investments. My time horizon till I'm actually going to have to pull money out of my investments, my retirement assets, is 20 plus years. So I can afford to be very risky with my investments. However, we get used to that and we get closer and closer to retirement and sometimes we don't kind of shift that. You know, as we get closer to the point where we are going to have to sell shares in order to get income, we do need to shift some of that risk. So you can be very conservative, too conservative, but you can also be too risky. Again, we're talking with Nikki Early of, of course, Matson and Capril, serving you in Cincinnati and Dayton, going over some of the things that diligent savers need to know about retirement, in particular, the common mistakes that diligent savers make, even though you've done a great job saving for retirement. Don't get too enamored with cash is what we've talked about so far. And the other end of that spectrum, as Nikki said, don't take too much risk. I see that your next bullet point here, Nikki, is don't forget about the tax time bomb. That sounds daunting. Well, Walter, what do you think tax rates are going to do in the future? Any idea? Probably go up, right? I've heard that we're historically low. Yes, historically, tax brackets are very low. Now, we've been taught 
to put all of our money into these traditional type of accounts, traditional IRAs, 401ks, with the thought process that we take the deduction now, and then later in life, our tax bracket or our tax implication is going to be lower once we retire. We'll have less income coming in. However, if you start thinking about some of our underfunded government programs, and again, the fact that tax rates are historically low, I don't know that we can count on our tax rates being lower in retirement. So you might want to consider some strategies to convert some of that money over to potential buckets, if you will, of money that we can pull from tax-free during a retirement. So I know we've been taught over and over to utilize these 401ks and traditional IRAs, but it may end up hurting us in the future. All right. So just to recap, don't get too enamored with cash if you're a diligent saver. Don't take too much risk. Don't forget about the tax time bomb that a lot of us have sort of sitting in that portfolio just waiting to go off. Uh, What other advice can you lend a diligent saver so they can avoid some of the common mistakes? Well, one last thing is live a little. You have been spending your whole life saving. And often we work with clients who are afraid to spend their money, even though we do a comprehensive financial plan that tells them they can spend X over the years in retirement. They just don't want to do it because they're afraid of the unknown. But if they truly have developed a comprehensive plan that tells them what their likelihood for success is, pulling a certain amount of money out every year to supplement their social security and possible pensions, then have fun. Do some of the things that you want to do. Don't hold yourself back. You only live once. So if you find yourself in any of these situations, please give us a call. Together, we can really develop a true comprehensive financial plan that will be simple for you to implement. Again, the number for you to call to reach, Dan Capril, Nikki Early, and the team at Matson and Capril, 844-QUIZ-DAN, 844-784-9326. That'll put you in touch. If you're a diligent saver but you're not quite sure how to make that transition from accumulating your wealth during your working years and thinking, Hmm, when I'm 55, eh, about to retire around 60, 65, whatever age that may be, how am I going to make that transition? If you don't know, learn. And you can do that by calling Dan, Nikki, and the team. 844-QUIZ-DAN, 844-784-9326. Your number to call to have that conversation. 844-QUIZ-DAN, 844-784-9326. Nikki, thanks for joining us this week. A pleasure, as always, to chat with you. Thank you, Walter. And we'll look forward to chatting again soon. And stay tuned. We're not done with solving the financial puzzle this week. There's much more right around the corner. Dan Capril is your local advisor in Cincinnati and Dayton. He's a certified financial planner and the person that you can turn to for guidance and advice in the financial world. His team has offices in Cincinnati, Beaver Creek, and Northern Kentucky. Call to schedule a complimentary review of your retirement plan by dialing 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844-784-9326. If you need some wealth coaching, some time to discuss how you can better prepare for retirement, then call Dan and the team at Matson and Capril at 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844-784-9326. Want more information about Dan Capril and the team at Matson and Capril? 
Visit us on the web by going to AskDan.com. That's AskDan.com. We are just moving right along here on Solving the Financial Puzzle today, making sure that financial planning is a little bit easier for you. That's the goal of our show so that you can learn more about what's going on in the financial landscape, but also learn how you can plan for it in your particular situation. We're talking with Dan Capril. He is the president of Matson and Capril, a certified financial planner and your local wealth coach in Cincinnati and Dayton. He has three offices in the area, one in Cincinnati, one in Beaver Creek, and one in northern Kentucky, even in case you happen to be down in that area. You can get in touch with Dan a couple of different ways. Go online to quizdan.com. That's quizdan.com. And you can also call 844-QUIZDAN to get in touch. That's 844-784-9326. Dan, we're going to talk about the good news and the bad news in the financial world. First of all, are you the kind of person that likes the good news first or the bad news first? Um, I usually like to take my medicine first, so you give me the bad news first, and then I'll, because um, otherwise the good news just isn't as good. So. Exactly. Okay, so that's what we're going to do. I'm going to give okay. you the bad news first in each of these statements and follow it up with some good news. However, good. the good news, uh, I don't know. I think, May not be all that good? I think it's not going to be <laughs> enough to overcome the bad news in these cases. Well, that's good. You tell us why that might be, and we'll all see right. what we can learn from this. Okay. All right. So, first statement, you know, the bad news is that, we're saying this to a, to a client. You still have a lot of debt, but the good news is that some of the interest you're paying is tax deductible. What's, yeah. what's wrong with that state? Well, you know, so first of all, let, let, let's understand what's at play here. There's really only, for most people, one type of interest that's tax deductible, and that's mortgage interest. So, you know, if you end up paying $12,000, $13,000 a year on um, an interest on, for the mortgage of your house, and maybe you're in the 30% average bracket, well, you know, then then roughly, you know, a third of that interest is going to be um, a tax savings to you. So if I spend $10,000 in interest and I'm in a 30% bracket, it's going to lower my taxes by by $3,000. But I'm still going to be paying a lot of interest to the bank. So it's not like I've come out ahead. It's just that the, the blow a little bit has been softened because of what I would normally pay Uncle Sam doesn't hurt me. But you know what? If That's only if you itemize your taxes. If you don't itemize, if you take the standard deduction, well, then that home mortgage interest hasn't helped you at all. I mean, you're, you're still out the money. Also understand, too, that most of the debt that Americans have is not home mortgage interest debt. It's, well, the problematic debt, I should say. It's credit card debt. And credit card debt, which can be 10, 15, 20% a year, well, that's not tax deductible at all. So what, just because Uncle Sam softens the blow is not taking away the fact that you still have to fork out this money every single month to whoever you owe it to. Debt is a real issue. It can be an effective tool, provided you're only using it because you want to use somebody else's money rather than yours. So for example, you know, rather than me buy my house for cash, I'd rather let my money invest and grow at 8 9% and I can borrow it from the bank at 3%. Great. That makes sense. But if it's a situation where I'm buying things that I don't have the money to pay for, and especially if it's things that I don't need, well, that interest that you're getting is just adding to the price of it. And servicing that interest is taking away money from you. It's taking away money from saving for your long-term retirement. So the fact that it's deductible is nice a little bit, but for some people it's not even deductible at all because they're using the standard deduction, particularly retirees, and the fact that they may have some interest that they can deduct, if it's not more than the standard deduction, well, they're not getting any benefit of it at all. So I'm not a Dave Ramsey type where I feel that all debt is evil. I think his approach is if he goes to an extreme, people will somehow fall in somewhere in the middle. Eh, fine, I get that. 
and I'm certainly not a fan at all of floating credit card debt or anything along those lines. So understand interest is not good. Sometimes debt is necessary, but don't ever try to justify it, particularly when it starts to get out of control on this myth that you're saving in taxes. Yeah, you may be lowering your tax bill, but your total bill is still pretty darn high. It absolutely is, and that's why that is sort of a bad news, good news statement, but the bad news kind of outweighs the good news there. Might be the same thing with this next idea. Mm-hmm. Talking to a, a client, you might say, you know, the bad news is that your 401k is going to be taxed when you retire, something that you specialize in, Dan, mm-hmm. not right. taxing people's retirement, but yeah. figuring out the taxes in them. But hey, the good news is that you can deduct now your contributions. Well, I mean, that's certainly what people have been buying into. I put the money in now, I get a tax deduction now. Later when I'm retired, I get to pull the money out, I'll pay the tax, but hopefully I'll be in a lower tax bracket. And therein lies the big problem, because you don't know what the future of tax brackets are going to be. Although, if you look at what we're faced with as a nation, the demographical shift, if we look at the fact that we owe so much and entitlement spending is such a big part of of the national budget, and when you look at who the, the presidential candidates are, one can only surmise that tax rates will probably go up. Historically, we're at really pretty close to all-time lows. I, I know it seems hard to believe, but you know, go back to the 1970s, top marginal rate was 70%. You go to the 1940s, top marginal rate was 94%. It kicked in at $200,000. So this thought that tax rates uh, won't climb in the future, I, th- I think that's, that's a little bit naive. And so what can happen is that the taxes that you pay later could be even greater than what you're paying now. It may actually be better to pay some of that tax now. In fact, we've developed a number of tools for that. Um, you know, I really want to encourage all of our listeners, if you haven't already ordered it, get a copy of our Retirement Rescue Toolkit, where we talk about this issue in great detail and offer some really great strategies that you can employ to, to reduce your taxes or maybe even eliminate them in retirement. The way you get the toolkit, the toolkit, it's got an audio piece, it's got, it's got a, a book that we put together, it's got some free reports. It's really, you know, with all humility, it's a very well done kit. A lot of people say a lot of nice things to us about it. And the way you get it is quite simple. Just go to um, 555-888. I want you to text the word retire to 555-888. Again, retire one word, 555-888. You're going to get a response back from me. It's going to tell you to hit a little a link. You hit the link, and there you just enter in your data. You enter in you know, your name and your address, and we'll send it out to you. Don't worry. We're not going to call you. We're not going to mail you stuff. Our callers call us. We don't, we don't bug them, all right? But it's going to be some very useful information. Uh, what we're also going to do is also make sure that every time we have one of our retirement rescue workshops where I get into this subject in great detail, that you get that information right away so you can be one of the very first people who can who can sign up. So the Retirement Rescue Toolkit is all about cutting taxes, eliminating taxes during your retirement years. What are the proactive steps that you can take to maybe freeze things or pay the tax now versus later? Time your tax strategy. That's what this toolkit is all about. Really, really great information. So again, get yourself a copy of this toolkit. It's a box full of really good stuff. Again, 555-888 is the number. You want to text the word retire to 555-888, or you can go to quizdan.com, and you can just um, click on quizdan and, and request the toolkit, and we can send it out to you as well. Again, what you do is you text the word retire to 555-888, and the number Dan mentioned, 844-QUIZ-DAN, which you can call as well. The good news and bad news statements in the financial world. Another one for you, Dan. Mm -hmm. The bad news is that you don't have enough money to pay for your nursing home care. But the good news is that Medicaid will step in. Okay, so the good news is when you are completely destitute, 
then the government will help you, which is, I guess, nice. I mean, it's good. We live in a compassionate society. But is that really what you want? I mean, do you really want to have all of your money to be spent down? If you're married, they'll make you spend it down to about 100000 So do you really want to leave your spouse with very little money before ultimately you get government assistance? Or would you rather develop a strategy now so that if and when that time comes, and I hate to tell you, folks, it's probably more of a when than an if. I mean, if you get to be 65, it's better than a 50% chance that you're going to need some assistance with the activities of daily living. Uh, you're not going to be one of these people necessarily who healthy today and they go to sleep and they don't wake up. No, you will slowly wither away. It's just reality of life. And the, there's a cost to that reality. Now, if it's just you, you're alone, and, and you, know, you don't care about leaving money to your heirs, then fine. I, I don't have a problem with that strategy. But if there are people who rely upon you, if your spouse relies upon you, et cetera, no, it's very important. You know, we're talking six, $7,000 a month to reside in, in, a, in a facility that gives you assistance with the activities of daily living. Extremely, extremely expensive. So don't make those mistakes. Uh, plan for this type of thing. The fact that there is a government safety net in the end is great. It's one of the advantages of being an American. But by the same token, I don't think too many people who are on Medicaid feel like they have won the game. So you want to plan for something like that. And last but not least, another good news, bad news statement here that I'll lob at Dan is uh, shades of 2008 here. The bad news is your portfolio just lost 40%. But the good news is that'll come back eventually. I think a lot of people probably told their clients that back in 2008. Well, they did. And you know what? It's not a lie. I mean, if they were in in an equity-oriented portfolio, it did come back. The reality, though, is that when it comes back could be essential to your plan. I mean, if you're literally drawing income off your portfolio, and that entails to some extent selling shares, and you drop 40%, you're going to have to sell a heck of a lot more shares to get the same size check. So even though the market may come back, those extra shares, they're gone. So the math of retirement is a lot different than the math of accumulation. Now, if you're in your 20s, 30s, and this happens, I actually tell 20-year-olds and 30-year-olds market crashes are great for them because it allows them to go out and buy more shares at a cheaper price. But certainly if we're at the point of retirement, understand this, you know, if you lost 50%, you'd have to get 100% going forward to just get back to where you are. So yeah, it might come back, but that hole may take many, many years to dig out of. So it's very important that the volatility of your portfolio be known beforehand. It should not come as a surprise to you when you have a minus 5, a minus 10, or a minus 40% year. You should know going in statistically what the likelihood is that you receive those types of drops. And if that's never been measured for you, that's really what our portfolio MRI is all about. What we show clients is the statistical likelihood of them having volatility and what that range of volatility is. How likely is it that you could have a minus 40% year? How likely is it that you could have a plus 30% year? Um, That's the key because we're dealing with uncertainty. Now, I don't believe that you should go to a risk-free model because risk-free to me means low returns. And normally it does, or at the very least, no inheritance. But there there is room for risk in a portfolio, but you need to understand what that range is. And the range of volatility for somebody who's 65 drawing a check every month probably shouldn't be the same range of volatility as someone who's 35 and is just putting money in the portfolio every month. So we need to understand that. So yeah, markets come back, but if in the meantime you've got to sell more and more shares to have your monthly check so you can live, well, by the time the market comes back, all your shares may be gone. So average return is not what's important here. Consistency of return is important here. Volatility does matter. It's more than just psychological. The math does require 
that we control volatility. But most importantly, you need to understand what your volatility is. And if you have no idea, let us show you. Our portfolio MRI will give you a very objective analysis. It'll show you exactly what you own, how you own it. It'll get into the fees that's involved. It'll look at how well diversified you are. If there's any redundancy going on, I mean, it's amazing. Some people have six mutual funds and they're all buying the same thing. I mean, that's not diversification. That's redundancy. It'll show you if you're being hurt by active management, selective stock picking and market timing and how much that's costing you. It'll give you a very objective analysis that then you can take with you and decide later what you want to do. So take us advantage of this. You know, um, give us a call. Call our office. We'll sit down with you. We'll show you what the portfolio MRI is all about. If it's something that you think is appropriate for you, then we'll get into it. But you need to learn about this because this type of objective analysis, sadly, I don't see it being offered enough in the marketplace, and you need it. You deserve to have it so mistakes like this don't happen to you going forward. Again, here's the way to get in touch with Dan Capril and his team at Matson and Capril, serving you in Cincinnati and Dayton, 844-QUIZ-DAN, 844-784-9326 is the number to call. That's 844-QUIZ-DAN, 844-784-9326. Let Dan know that you're interested in coming in to meet for a one-on-one review of your situation. And uh, also, if you'd like to attend an upcoming seminar, not only can you call the number, but if you want to attend that May 25th seminar at the University of Dayton, just text the word Dayton16, Dayton16, to 555-888. Click on the link that'll get sent to you and uh, fill out the information there to register for that seminar. Space is limited, so make sure you do sign up. Dayton16 is uh, all one word. You text that to 555 555- 888 May 25th, the date of that next seminar. And if you don't have a smartphone, you are interested in the seminar, again, just call the number 844-QUIZ-DAN, 844-QUIZ-DAN. Thanks so much for listening to Solving the Financial Puzzle today. We're not done yet. Coming up next, Tales from the Tax Side. With a constantly changing financial landscape, having a written, customized plan for retirement is more important than ever. In Cincinnati and Dayton, turn to Dan Capril and the team at Matson and Capril. Call 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844-784-9326 to schedule a complimentary review of your financial situation. Find out how you can better prepare for your financial future by calling Dan at 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844 844- 7849326 We know you did it. Lurking in the shadows and hiding in every investable asset. There is no escaping from Tales from the Tax Side with Dan Cabril. Dan on Tales from the Tax Side this week, I see that the headline is Sign O the Times. Well, I you know, I guess I'm showing my age here a little bit, but It's been a really brutal year so far for losing artists from my youth. You know, Glenn Fry passed away. Of course, you know, Prince just passed away. There's, I mean, someone showed me a list in in the past few months. I mean, there's been like, you know, five or six. It's just getting very depressing. So... Um, but you know, well, whenever N- N- Nikki revealed her age on the show already oh, earlier I'm, uh, today, yeah. so you're, well, you're in good shape. Yeah, well, I'm 53. Though, <laughs> though Nikki always wants me to be 54 because in her mind, I'm I should be 10 years older than her. In reality, <laughs> it's it's more like eight years, 11 months, and 13 days, or something like that. Just round so, down. You'll be. In good it's shape. not even nine years, as I've had to remind her from yeah. time to time. But in any event. Um, so, as you probably all know, um, you know the, the the great musician Prince just recently passed away, and and whenever a, a famous person passes away, 
It's only a matter of time before the lawyers start to pop up. Yeah. Because there's money to be had. Now, now Prince was a very unique person. He was a bit of a recluse. He wasn't married when he died. He has, um, as we know of anyway, we had no children. He actually had one child who sadly passed away, I think, about a week after he had been born. But he had, uh, I believe, one full sibling and then a bunch of half-siblings. And his parents are deceased. And he had no estate plan. <laughs> so mm. here's a guy who was so incredibly controlling about his music. You know, there's rumors that he has a vault of 2,000 unrecorded songs. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, we're, we're going to be hearing Prince music for a very, very long time once the lawyers haggle this stuff out. But uh, So needless to say now, there's going to be a lot of fighting that's going to go on, not only for what his estate's currently worth, but what for the, the value of future royalties. And those things are hard to determine. And then, of course, there's going to be the federal government. They're going to want a piece. And the federal government's going to want about, based on what I can see, if he's worth about $300 million, the federal oh. government's going to want $150 million. Wow. That's what the federal estate tax is going to be for that particular state. Once your estate gets over $5.5 million, it gets heavily, heavily taxed. And if you're not doing any planning, which he obviously didn't do, you know, they're just going to lick their, lick their chops, chops there and say, okay, we got some money. Of course, the state of Minnesota is going to get a, a nice cut of the action as well. Already, one of his, um, his half-brothers has, um, has retained counsel. Apparently, he didn't get invited to the memorial. So obviously, uh, he's a little bit of the, the black sheep of the family. And, but uh, because if you die in test state, uh, the, the state in which you reside, they have a, an estate plan for you. So it's, you know, usually it starts off with your spouse and then your children. And then if you have none of those, then it goes to your parents. If you have none of those, now it's going to go to brothers and sisters. So, you know, my hunch is, well, he probably, like a lot of artists, didn't think that, you know, this was going to happen to him. Certainly didn't think it was going to happen too soon. He got caught off guard. So as a friend of mine said, yeah, the attorneys and the accountants, they're going to be partying like it's 1999. All right. Well, you know, here's some of the other things. So I said before, you know, $300 million is what he's... He's likely to um, be hit with. Also, keep this in mind. Even though he's dead, Prince is not done earning. In fact, just to give you some examples, the Michael Jackson estate last year earned $115 million. I mean, we've already seen downloads, purchase downloads of Prince music go off the chart. So there's a ton of revenue that's going to be coming in. Elvis, Elvis has been dead for over 30 years. His estate made $55 million last year. And again, a lot of this is going to get taxed, but you know, a lot of it's going to go to the heirs. So a couple of things we need to learn from this. Number one, nobody knows when they're going to die, right? So please, you know, don't kick this can down the road. If you have not updated your estate plan in five years, please do yourself a huge favor. Get it updated. Pay to sit. Don't do this online. Pay to sit down with a qualified estate planning attorney. And have it spelled out the way you want it. If you don't like all your children equally, you don't have to leave it to them equally. If you do it properly, they don't even have to know what they got. So that's the first lesson to be learned here. But secondly, you don't have to be as wealthy as Prince to have a tax issue at death. Even if you don't have a federal estate tax issue, it's very likely you're going to have an income tax issue at death. And that's because so much of our money today is held in 401ks and IRAs and 403bs and all these tax-sheltered vehicles where the tax has to get paid eventually. Now, there are some strategies you can do to stretch that out over many years, but wouldn't you like a strategy that just replaces the tax altogether, where there's no tax, where the tax is completely offset? 
those strategies can be done, but it requires good planning to do it. It requires a level of sophistication that you're probably not going to find in the back of Money Magazine, or you're not going to necessarily find on the Motley Fool website. This is where you really need some competent people with the expertise to show you a better way. And if you're a business owner, oh, there's so many things you can be doing that I can only I imagine you're not doing, only because the overwhelming majority of businesses today are still organized as sole proprietorships. So there's a lot of tremendous strategies that can be done. And I get very, very frustrated when I see people overpaying their taxes. It drives me absolutely crazy. Now, you can go back and make revisions up to three years. But, you know, for a lot of people, it's done. It's over. Well, let's take the steps today. Let's not find ourselves like Prince where there's going to be a bunch of surprises, a lot of hurt people. Let's be very proactive. Let's develop strategies that minimize taxation, maybe remove taxation, make sure everybody gets what they want. Um, that's really the lessons that we learn here. You would think that somebody with all the resources in the world like Prince would have had people in it whispering in his ear telling him, you know, this is the thing you need to do. But we've seen it time and again where that was not the case. So don't find yourself in that same position as him and other, you know, literally thousands of families every year. Once someone dies, it's too late. We can't go back and undo it. So some of the things that you can do, I mean, first of all, we'll sit down with you. I'll look at what you're doing. I'll get a feel for if you're heading in the right direction. You know, most people are surprised to hear this, but only about half the people who come see me do I even suggest we work together. The other half don't need our help for one reason or another. In fact, they leave saying, you know, I thought you were going to try to sell me on something. No, that's not what we do. In fact, we're anti-salespeople. We only help the people who truly need the help. If you've already got somebody in place who's doing a good job for you, I'll probably tell you that. I'll tell you, no, look, you got it set, go. It's like someone going to see a doctor. If I I go see my doctor and I don't have the illness, I certainly don't want him to send me to the specialist for the illness. I don't want him to tell me, no, you don't have that. So that's the, that's the first thing that you need to do. But secondly, if you do need strategies, there's a number of things that can be done. Now, to learn more about some of these strategies, you know, there's a couple of things I want to I throw out there. One of them is our Retirement Rescue Toolkit. We get a lot of requests for this toolkit, and I love it. I love sending these things out because I know the information is so, so important. I know it's the type of information that people aren't getting. It's full of, uh, it's got audio piece, book, free reports, and it all gets into this issue about the steps that you can take now to keep most of your estate, not only now, but during your retirement year. So if you'd like to get a copy of that, I'd love to send you the toolkit. It's a box full of really, really great stuff. Really easy to, to get that. If you're, if you're um, into texting, you text the word retire to 555-888, and that's 555-888, the word retire. Now, this is important. You're going to get a response back from me, and you need to click on the link. And then you got to enter in your information. If you don't enter in information, I can't send it to you. I mean, every week I see some people took the time to text, but they didn't send the rest of it. Don't worry, we're not going to bug you. I'm not going to go to your house. I'm not going to knock on your door. We're far too busy for that. We're going to send you information. If you want more, you'll call us. That's how it works. Very, very simple. All right. So that's the first thing that I want to emphasize. The other thing I want to emphasize is the, the, the workshop that we got coming up, the, the Retirement Rescue Boot Camp that we got coming up on May 25th at the University of Dayton. It's going to be a powerful, powerful workshop, just like last month's was, only this time I'm going to show even a lot more case studies. We showed a couple of them at the last month. We're going to elevate that even more, give you a lot of real, true examples of the things you can do during, before retirement and during retirement to lower your taxes and to keep more of your money for yourself. And so the way that you can go to that is really simple. You can either give our office a call or... You can go to quizdan.com or, which I think is the easiest way to do it, again, if you're into texting, text the word Dayton16, 
Dayton 16, one word together, to 555-888. And as soon as you do that, you're going to, again, you're going to get a response from me with a link. Click on the link. Web form pops up. You enter in your data. You're in. We'll make sure that you're registered. We hold a spot for you. This is not going to be one of those dinner seminars where people are going to, you know, give you a free dinner hoping to sell you some high commission annuity. No, we're not doing any of that. We're talking strategy. We're talking steps, things that you can do, things that you can do yourself, or if you do need help, we can provide that for you. But this is strategy that we're going to be doing. This is not some pie in the sky, here comes a sales pitch. No. Um, The only thing I'm going to give you at that meeting is water. I may have some coffee as well, but that's it. Um, We're there to educate you and a lot of good free materials. But We're here to educate you on the concepts to help you not be in a position like Prince's family is now in. Again, lots of ways to get in touch. Let's recap quickly. You can call 844-QUIZ-DAN, 844-784-9326. That route will allow you to do whatever you want. You can register for the seminar. You can just have a conversation about coming in for a meeting, ask a question. It's a good way to get in touch. Go to quizdan.com, kind of the same thing there. Lots of great information. You can text the word RETIRE to 555-888 and request the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. That's texting the word RETIRE to 555-888. And if you want to get your name on the list and reserve your spot for the next seminar at the University of Dayton, text the word Dayton16, Dayton16. All together, text that to 555-888. And the May 25th seminar, you get your name on the list and secure your spot. Space is limited, so the earlier you sign up, uh, the better, of course, your chances are of being able to attend. Uh, May 25th, Dayton16 is what you text, Dayton16 to the number 555-888. Dan, informative as always. Thanks for the help here on the show. Uh, Always look forward to our chats each and every week, and I thought we uh, covered a lot of ground this week, and I hope a lot of people learned something from it. Have a great week, everybody. Absolutely. Thanks, Dan. We appreciate it. Again, uh, I'll just give you the basic number to call one more time, 844-QUIZ-DAN. Allows you to get in touch and ask whatever questions you might have. Thanks so much to Dan for joining us, and thank you so much for listening. And we'll talk to you again next week on Solving the Financial Puzzle. Information provided on today's show is provided for information purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with an investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Dan Capril is an investment advisor representative of MPM Wealth Advisors and Capril Wealth Coaching, LLC. Both firms are registered investment advisors. To obtain a copy of Form ADV and a private policy statement for either firm, call 800-353-7923.